So happy y'all are on today. We're excited to be with you. I've got Pastor Cindy with me. I'm back with Pastor Cindy. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> She's going to be teaching today. I'm going to be helping her, but it's going to be great. We're going to go through the Lord's Prayer. How many of you really enjoyed, and you can just put this in the chat section, really enjoyed last week. Uh, you can raise your hands. That was, and we're going to talk more about um types of prayers and the whole thing as we progress we've got two more after this there is so much on prayer i mean pastor Cindy and i could teach probably on this 10 or 15 weeks if we wanted to because right. there's just so much to teach but we're so happy to to be with you is it quite 77 so before we get started uh let's just spend some time just for a minute i just want to pray over you i want to pray over pastor cindy i want to pray over this boom thank you um Remember this, if you've got your Zoom on, if you've got your camera on, got your Zoom on, but if you've got your camera on and you walk to the bathroom or you walk somewhere that you might would want privacy, uh, remember that your camera's on. So you may want to, if you need to walk around, you may want to turn your camera off. Just, you know, giving you a heads up. Sometimes people forget that their camera's on. So, Holy Spirit, I just thank you for another opportunity to to love you, to teach about prayer, to, to spend time in your presence. We thank you, Lord, for each lady that is dialed on to this Zoom. We thank you, Lord, for each lady that is dialed on and is just so hungry to learn more about your word, more about what your word teaches concerning prayer yes. and how to pray effective prayers, how to have a, a literal relationship with you father not just religion not just saying words but a relationship yes, that yes. brings forth fruit in our lives and god we just thank you for the opportunity to pray i am so blessed i can't imagine my life without prayer i started praying at 16 years old ladies and i cannot imagine my life without prayer yes so lord i just thank you that these ladies are not just learning and getting knowledge, but they're getting an impartation. Yes, yes. Thank you, Jesus. Of intercessory prayer, an impartation of worship, an impartation of thanksgiving prayer, an impartation of courts of heaven prayer. They're getting an impartation of knowing you as father, as of knowing you as friend, and knowing you as the righteous judge. And we thank you, Lord, for that. In Jesus' name, amen. I have a question real quick before we get started on teaching. Can you hear us okay? Uh, give us a thumbs up or a wave or something if you hear okay. We hear you. Okay, great, great. Maybe, honey, bring down the music just a tap. Uh, our Pastor Todd is over on the keys, by the way. He's playing tonight as we teach. Uh, I'm so blessed to be back on. I'm so sorry I had to miss last week. Uh, Pastor Callie was in Philly and initially I was going to go with her and then our schedules changed and so she took it and I know it was fantastic. She taught on the courts of heaven, which we're still learning about the courts of heaven and it's so powerful. It uh, there's a lot of revelation there through prayer. And uh, But tonight I'm going to just give you an outline of the Lord's Prayer. And we're going to teach on that. And Pastor Callie is going to interject and any revelation she has on it as we go, she's going to share. But uh, we're going to start with the text. We're going to start with Matthew, the sixth chapter and the fifth verse. Okay, Matthew six, 
verse five, if you have your Bibles, go ahead and get them open and uh, just read along with us. Pastor Callie is going to read starting at verse five, and we're going to read all the way through that text, through the Lord's Prayer, and then stop. Okay. All right. So starting at verse five, it says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need of before you ask him. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, yeah. your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Yeah. Or if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, their sins, your father will not forgive your sins. Okay. There's our text. And we're just going to start with that. There's a lot in that. Um, Okay, let me go to my notes, guys. Give me just a second. I lost them. Give me just a second. Recently okay. deleted. I just found it. I just deleted it. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I found it. All right. Here, here I, I want to start with this. You either have a boss relationship with the Lord through prayer to try to control the outcome. And I've done that. Me too. I've done that. Or you have a father relationship with God through prayer. And what I mean by the boss relationship is that I do this, God. I, I serve you in this capacity. Or I spend my time doing my devotional and, and reading my Bible and fasting so many days a week. And if I do all these things, then you're going to do these things for me. It's, it's, a, it's a boss uh, hireling relationship and we don't even realize sometimes that we're doing that but it's it's our way of controlling an outcome right and I haven't I haven't always done that but I know there's been times in my walk with the Lord that I have done that and God shown me the motive of my heart even through prayer and seeking God and saying God I want to be more like you and he's saying okay then we got to deal with this Cindy because I'm not going to be controlled no, you can't barter with God. You can't bargain with God. No, um, I've tried all those things and none of those things work. What God desires from us is a father and daughter child relationship yes. where it's coming from a place of God, I love you and I want to commune with you and I want to know you. 
And that's, that's his desire for you and I when we pray. So we either have the boss relationship where we want to control things, or we have the father and child or daughter and son relationship with the Lord. And I know that's your desire tonight is for it to be one of a father and a daughter or son relationship. Okay. So here's three signs. Now this is kind of a, a toughie here, but we need to hear it. Three signs. If you are in a boss relationship with the Lord through prayer. Wow. Let's hear it. Number one. There's a lot of public prayer going on, a lot of attending public prayer meetings, but not a lot of private prayer Wow. or shutting the door with just you and God. Wow. Public, no private. Public and no private. Yeah. Number two, a lot of asking God, but not a lot of adoration. Wow. It's mainly about what God can do for me. And my need. Wow. Number three, another sign that it's a boss relationship is that when things go bad, you pray. And when things start getting better, you stop. Wow. Now, I've seen this for many years, Pastor Callie, in the church. There's been many times where there's been families that have come into the church and they're in crisis, right? And that's where you should come. But then when things start getting better, suddenly you don't see them anymore. Or if the outcome doesn't go like they wanted it. Right. Then they, they, disappear. they disappear because they've been disappointed by God didn't answer the prayer like they thought he should answer it. So when, we're, when we root our prayer in devotion to our Heavenly Father and we're just his, his kids and we're loving him from that place of just him being our father and he's a good yeah. father, yeah. then he... We begin to, as we follow the Lord's prayer, you're going to see this. We begin to trust him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, he, we trust him with the outcome, whether it goes our way or it doesn't go our way. We know that God is God and we are not, and he knows the better plan. Right. Okay. So those are the three things that you can look at even in your own life. God, am I just treating you? I say like Santa Claus, you know, give me this list of things that I need answered in prayer. And then sometimes when it gets better, then all of a sudden I, I quit praying. Right. All right. So let's move from that. Here's the Lord's prayer. Our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yeah. Okay. Our father, you're acknowledging him as your heavenly father. And he's Abba father. Yeah. He's a good father. Yeah. Right. He's our heavenly father. So he's transcendent. He's higher yeah. than we are. His ways are higher than our ways. Yeah. He knows what's best, yeah. right? Hallowed be thy name. He is a personal God. Yes, he, he has a name and his name is Jesus. So number one, we start with adoration. We start with telling him how great he is, how mighty he is, how wonderful he is. Yes. He's greater than I am. He knows better than I know. Yes. His ways are higher than my ways. I trust you as my heavenly father, transcendent above anything that I could even imagine or think. He's greater than all of it. And as we adore him, Pastor Callie, we get to a place where we see ourselves as the creature and we see him as, as the, the creator, creator. Yes. and he knows what's best. 
So if we spend time, I love it because the, the Lord's prayer starts with adoration. It starts with worshiping him, telling him how great he is and how mighty he is and yes. how magnificent he is. Yes. And there's been times I have not started my prayer with that. No, I've just rushed in and I've just fell to my face and I immediately went to asking. Right? I, have you ever done that? Sure. Raise your hand if you've done that. Just asking, God, I need this. I need this. I need my children need this. Uh, there's people in our church that need this. And I'm just asking, asking, asking. And then I got up from that place and still felt burdened, like something was amiss. Yeah. And it was because I missed a very, very important part. And it's adoring him, telling him how great yes. he is and how mighty he is. And then it moves me and my perspective to a different place. You know, and here's what you need to understand, and this helps me. You know, when you have a consistent prayer life or consistent time where you're talking to God and you're worshiping him and you're, yeah. you're spending time with him, you can always get to the place where you petition him for things. It's okay. He's right. your father. Right. right. But right. let's just say you have a one-off where... You're in the car and you see oncoming traffic coming and you're getting ready to die. Well, you can call well, Jesus absolutely. Right there. You know, yes. he's not expecting you to go through the steps. No. He, underst he understands it's an emergency. There are times you come and you do just fall before God because you've hit an emergency. Right. But a lot of times our things are not emergencies. No, no. They're just, we get we become self-consumed. Right. We want God to answer all of our, meet all of our needs, move when we ask him to move. But he wants to know us. It's a relationship. That's what it's about. The whole garden, like we talked That's about the it. first, the whole garden was designed yes. because God wanted a to family. know us. Yes. He wanted a family. Yes. And he wanted to talk to Adam every day. Right. And he saw Adam was lonely. Right. So he said, just like I'm lonely, you're lonely. That's it. So he gave him Eve. But when you think about the whole garden was designed, so the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords yes. can have fellowship with yes. one man. That's it. How much does he desire to be with you? Oh, that's so good. It's that's, unbelievable. It is unbelievable. And what an honor. What an honor. If you got called today and a great king from a country wanted to spend time with you, you would think, wow. Yeah. That's an honor. Yeah. Somebody yeah. famous or somebody really important wants to spend time with me. Right. What an honor. Right. Well, let me just tell you that the King of Kings and the Lord Ooh, of Lords, he wants to spend time with you. He wants to spend time with you every That's day. That's he it. wants to hear your voice. That's it. He wants to hear your heartbeat. He wants you to worship him. He wants you Ooh. to know him. Yes. He wants to draw close to you. He wants to correct you. Lord, he's been correcting me. Oh, yes, me too. I've been going through <laughs> some stuff with one of my daughters, and I just realized that, you know, when things hit home, that's really where the rubber meets the road. Pastor yeah, Sam. that's it. And that's where a lot of times, you know, you can you can be mean to me, and I forgive you. Use it before yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah. But if you're if you're not nice to one of my kids, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, I have to really work on me too. Me too. forgiving and yeah. and allowing the Holy Spirit. So the beautiful part about a daily prayer life is the Holy Spirit will correct us. Yes, he before will. it becomes a real problem. The Holy Spirit will give us revelation so that we don't make mistakes. The Holy Spirit will right. give us everything we need. It's like it's like the greatest um, access to everything you've ever needed. Yes. And why would we not want to do it? Not want it.
Well, you look at Jesus, Pastor Kelly, he, he prayed. He didn't do anything that he didn't ask his father about. No. He wanted to spend time with him. He wanted to commune with him. And that's how he got his strength. Yeah. That's how he got his instructions. That's how yeah. he, that's how he ultimately went to the garden and was willing. Jesus prayed the Lord's prayer in the garden. He said, not my will, God, but, but God. thy will yes. be done. He lived the Lord's prayer. Yes. And that's what took him to the cross on the cross. He said, father, forgive them. Well, they know, not, they what know they not what they do. Jesus prayed this prayer. He lived this prayer. And, and it's out, it's really out of communion with him that we do anything or that we are anything and that we can follow his ways. And another thing that's so important to understand is Jesus struggled with his flesh. Yes, he did. Or he wouldn't have asked for the cup to pass for him. He was right. struggling right. with his flesh. And the only way we can overcome our flesh is a prayer. It's prayer. Because I'm telling you, this stuff stinks. Yeah, it does. It it thinks wrong thoughts. It'll lead you down a wrong path. Yeah. It'll cause you not to forgive. Yeah. It'll cause you to have bitterness and hatred in your heart. Right. But prayer, a prayer life, a, a life of communing with God will be, it's like, it's like our compass. Right. Right. It's like our compass. And you set that prayer, your prayer life is your compass. Yeah. And it just adjusts your course. Yes, it does. All the time. Constantly adjusting your course. Holy Spirit saying that that attitude needs to be checked. You know, you need to repent of that, Cindy. That's not of my thoughts. That's not my ways. And, and prayer is what does that. that. That communing with the Lord is what guides us. You know, uh, Jenny was telling a story. Jenny Donnelly was telling a story about one day she was, uh, she had a, an event going on and she, you know, been in prayer and been singing the Lord and her daughter who was going to go, who she wanted to come and do some worship wasn't feeling good. And normally Jenny would have just said, okay, we'll just rest. We'll get someone else to do it. But she said she felt led for her to go on and come that it was really important that she come. And so, but she left it kind of up to her daughter. Well, she said, as she's teaching, she sees her daughter come in and because she felt like she just encouraged her. That's what she felt in spirit. She'd been praying. See, when we pray, we hear from the Lord. Right. right. And the daughter came in and got, uh, Hannah came in and got on the keys and just God started moving and she was moving prophetically. Well, a lady that was in part of one of the, part of that group that was there to learn. She was so profoundly touched by Hannah's ministry that she recorded it and for days took it home and just listened to it and God would heal her. Wow. God would do a work in her. And eventually, finally, the Lord one day spoke to her and said, I want record. So, but just imagine if Jenny hadn't been connected. And if Hannah hadn't, and if Hannah hadn't, been, hadn't connected. been connected and Listen to yeah. the prompting of the Holy so Spirit. The prompting of the Holy Spirit yeah. can open doors of prosperity. Right. The prompting of the Holy Spirit can yeah. keep you safe when you could be harmed. Right. It, it, can, it can help you forgive and walk in forgiveness. I could not walk in forgiveness if I didn't have God. No. I no. come from a long line of fighting. Scrapper people. Mean people. <laughs> Just mean people. Yeah. Yeah, but if I hadn't have had Jesus in my life yes. working on me yes. and talking to me, it would not have been good, Pastor Cindy. No. So this is why it's not just for 
your needs to be met. It's for your whole life to be in order. I shared with our church Sunday um, that when Leland started writing, when he was just a kid, he, he, he got an invitation to go, or we saw this invitation where he could go and try out for this event in Nashville. And we didn't have the money. We just started, started celebration of life. We were meeting in a funeral home. Oh yeah. Um, Those were the days. And we didn't have anything. We didn't have any money, any, anything. But Pastor Callie scrounged up at $300 and said, sign Leland up. And we drove to Nashville and the entire way there, Leland and I, on and off, prayed in the Holy Ghost. We prayed in tongues all the, the whole way there. time there. The whole the whole way there. And by praying in the Spirit, once we got there, there was a man that we met that ended up becoming Leland's manager later, and he was the one who eventually signed Leland to a publishing deal. But my point is, I could give you the whole detail of that story, but praying in the Holy Spirit is what connected us to this guy. Open the door. Open the door. And then Leland ultimately signed a publishing deal and started writing with all these writers. And it led to his first record and doing everything he's doing today. I can honestly say it had nothing to do with anybody we knew. Okay, let me say this real quick. You need to hit your mic. I was going to do that. You're trying to put the color back on it. Yeah. Y'all okay? I switched over from the laptop to here so I could take them out before dark. Can y'all hit your microphone? Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> but long story short, the Holy Ghost is the one who made all the connections for our lives, for this church, for our children and what they're doing. It's praying in the spirit. Praying in the spirit will change everything about your life and your destiny because the Holy Ghost knows how to pray for you. Uh, I want to finish with the adoration part. Um, hang on. Spend time adoring until you realize and until I realize yes. he's God and we're not. Wow. Yes. Adoring will move you from a place of realizing I don't have it all. He has the answers. He's God and I'm not. Until we begin to understand that he's the creature and we're the creator. We don't really like that because we feel like we know better than God most of the time. Yeah. No. Our flesh, and that's what Pastor Kelly was talking about. Our flesh will get out of control and make us think that we don't need to pray, that we have the answers, right? So adoring brings us back to the place of humility. Okay, can uh, Jonathan? Can you mic? Can you mute everybody's mic? I need everybody to mute their mic because somebody has their mic unmuted, and it's making it really hard to hear Pastor Cindy. So I'm asking you to check it. And make sure it's muted. Okay. Lack of prayer comes from a spirit of self-sufficiency, which causes us not to pray. But adoration will change our perspective. Yes, it will. And bring us back to a place of humility. Now let's move to the second part. The first one is adoration. The second part of the prayer is accepting. Everybody say accepting. accepting Write that down. Well. Yes, thy right. kingdom come, thy, will, thy be will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I adore enough 
till I till I come to a place where I can say, Thy kingdom come, thy will yes, be done. Yes, yes. Yeah. We have to adore enough that we come to that place where we just surrender. Yes. And we and we're our flesh is out of the way now. And we're seeing from God's perspective. And we're saying, God, I trust you. Yes. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That thy will be done is a big one. Because sometimes we're praying prayers that maybe the core of it's a good prayer. But then there's this part that's kind of a stupid part that we don't know is a stupid part. Sure. And then there's a catch a catch release on that part where we have to say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because God knows better sometimes than we do, Pastor Powell. Yeah. And a lot of times in my younger days, I prayed selfish prayers. Yeah. I prayed ambitious prayers that weren't necessarily God's will. Right. I prayed for God to do life based on what I thought was right. And when I learned that, yes, I hear from God, and yes, I may get a plan from God, but I need to pray prayers right. like, God, here's how I feel like I'm supposed to respond. Or God, here's what I'm hearing that I you want me to do. Maybe it's a business. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a problem you're trying to solve. But if, if you don't pick up that, if but if I'm not hearing right, God, if I'm moving out of my own will and not your will, right. your will be done. I right. want you to fix it. When you start praying like that, yeah. that's when your motive is turned, really turned toward God. Right, right. And you're not trying to use God as your secret weapon against everybody that... Or, or to fulfill something, or to fulfill something, a need that you have that you feel like you want, you feel like you need to do for even for God, for that matter. I can remember when we we knew God wanted us to start this church, but we tried to start the church before it was time to start the yeah, church. Yeah, and it didn't go go well. That's exactly right because our timing was off. Right. Many times there's things we ask God or God tells us, and we think we're supposed to start in the next ten minutes, and God's saying. You know what? You know, I, I'm going to help my oldest grandson get a truck. You know, at some point, I'm going to help him get a truck. But it, and I've always wanted to do that for my grandchild. But at 10 years old, he ain't ready for the He's truck. He's not ready for the truck. He's not no. ready for the truck. No. At 18, yeah. maybe we can get him a truck. Right. But at 10, even though it's in my heart to do it, the timing's not right. So that will be done part. Is something we must, as Christians that want to please God, right. say, Lord, you see everything. Yes. And here's what I'm asking you for. We know it's God's will to save your family. Right, right. We know it's God's will for you to have a good marriage. We know it's God's will for us to forgive those that have hurt us. Right. But Lord, I'm going to do my part, but your will be done in all of this. Your will be done in my life. And when we grasp that part, it's a real sign of maturity yes. and your prayer life is headed in the right direction. So good. That's so good. I love that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay. When we come to this place that we can pray that prayer, we have a full assurance that God knows better than we do. 
and we can trust him with the outcome. Now let's move to asking. Give us this day our daily bread. Jesus is saying it's okay to ask and it's okay to ask for whatever it is that you're asking for and trust God with the answers to that as well. Sometimes we don't get the prayers answered nope. because we're not asking. No, nope. you know, and I, I say this from my own personal experience. There's been times I haven't asked God for things and the Lord showed me, Cindy, the reason why you're not asking me is because you're still living from an orphan mindset. You think I'm on a budget. You don't think I'm on a budget with everybody else, but you think I'm on a budget with you or I'm too busy to answer your prayer because I've got other things going on. But that that's me limiting my God. Yeah. He's yeah. bigger than that. Right. And he loves me. And you and I are not to live without a orphan mindset. We're to trust God and we're to ask God. It's like the prodigal son. The Lord showed me this. It's like the prodigal son that stayed home. Yeah. And the one that went away and the one that stayed home said, my dad's never killed the fatted calf for me or gave me the ring in the road. And he's like, you've always been here and you've always had me. You could have always asked yes, yes. and you didn't ask. So you have access to ask, go before the father and ask him whatever your needs are today. I don't care what they are after you've adored him and worshiped him and accepted thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The Lord says, ask me, ask me and see if I will not pour out the blessings of God and open up the windows of heaven and pour out that you can, that blessing you can't contain. Yes, yes. That's what God desires for you and yes. I. And because we're his kids, I was thinking about this even with my dukester the other day. He spent the night and he said, mama, can we get on Amazon and find me some fidgets? And I said, I said, yes. And I immediately pulled up Amazon on my phone and I, it was $10, wasn't a lot of money, but I was so excited to buy him those fidgets. Yes. I, I get excited when my kids ask me for things. I get excited when my grandchildren ask me for things. How much more ladies does our heavenly father rejoice in the fact that he's our father and he wants to take care of us yes and yes. supply our needs yes yes right yes he wants us to ask yes he does he wants he, he, he never do i want to give you the impression that you shouldn't petition the lord no he wants us to ask but we but you have to understand god's first desire is for communion that's right that's right and your your greatest benefit from the relationship will be the communion that's it that's not it. just the things right not just that yes answer prayer of course right but it's the communion that will change your life yes it will it's the communion that will give you brilliant ideas right. that you couldn't have come up on your with your, no, on your own no way if your life depended no, on it's no. the communion that yes. will set you on a course yes of of living a life like nobody else lives because you've got the genius of the universe right speaking into your life exactly right i you know i've never considered myself you know the valedictorian of life okay i know i'm above average i'm a smart girl but there have been so many things in my life where yeah. i hit a wall cindy and i needed the genius yeah to give you the answer i needed god yes. to help me that's it that's i needed it. god's help i needed yes. god's strength i raised five kids uh, alone 
Now, I had my sister and brother-in-law that helped, and I had my best friend that helped, and I had friends. But still, it, it was, was a, me it was and a five big kids. Love. Yeah. And yeah. there were times that I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what to, I didn't know how to handle the problem. Yeah. But the genius did. The Holy Ghost had the answers. Yes, he did. The, the King of Kings and yes. the Lord of Lords yes. would get me through every time. Yes, he would. Why do you think the enemy wants to distract you from talking to God? Right. Right. He knows. He knows that all yeah. that everything you could ever want is in that relationship. So he does everything in his power right. to get you to say, I'm too busy or I don't have it. You don't, you don't need, listen. You don't have any, you're not going to ever, ever get where you want to go without God. That's exactly right. You may have some success in life, but you don't have time not to know God. That's exactly not to spend right. With oh, it's so good. The other day I was with the, with the Lord and I had all this day stuff planned. And I think I told this, but I literally heard the Lord say, I want you to wipe your calendar, spend it with me today. That was one of the most glorious days that I got answers to things and I got right. wisdom in, in some areas that I've been trying to figure out, you know, just logically. And yeah. God gave me some insight and it was a beautiful day. And it was a day that I just said, you know what? I, I can't afford not to spend time with God. I've got too many things going in my life that I need him right in the middle of. That's right. That's right. If you don't get anything else here. I want you to get two things. Prayer is your greatest weapon. Yes, it is. You don't have to do it perfect. No. You just have to be authentic and real with God. Right. You don't want to say religious fake prayers. No. You want to speak to God from your heart. You want to understand proper protocol. And you want to say, Lord, just like the disciples said, teach, I, Lord, I know I read in the Bible how to pray, but teach me how to pray today. The Holy Ghost will teach you. He will. He will. Teach me how to pray yes. the right prayers today, Lord. Yes. Show me yes. what I what I need today, Lord. And he will. There was a reason they asked. Because not every day calls for the same prayer. Right. Well, I the Lord's prayer is nothing but a template. It's a template. It's not something that, it's not a legalistic thing that you just go wrote and just do. I'm breaking it down to show you that the, that the Lord was trying to teach them that there's different ways to approach him and so you're you're in this prayer you're moving from adoration right which is the first thing and then you're moving into acceptance and then you're moving into asking and then you're moving into admitting all these are, are all a's so you can write them down forgive us our debts yes yes as what as we forgive yes our debtors Yes. And a lot of times we have a problem forgiving or we may hold a grudge, but when we do that, we're really just nurturing Pastor Kelly our own pride. Yeah. Somehow we feel like we have a right to be right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to let that go. But uh but the Lord's saying here, if you want to be forgiven, yes. you must forgive. Yes. You must let it go. Admit. By forgiving, asking the Lord to forgive your debts and, and let go of all unforgiveness towards anybody else that's ever hurt you or offended you. Yes. We must not only admit our sin, but forsake our sin. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because a lot of times we can admit something because we got caught. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we feel guilty for the sin, but we really haven't forsaken the sin. Right. Right. But the Lord's calling us to not only admit the sin, but forsake the sin and yes. walk away from it. And we cover when we hit this. Let me go back. I keep knocking my notes off, guys. I'm sorry. Let me hold it for you. Um, I got it here. We must forsake our sin. We must not just be sorry because we got caught and not actually repent and walk away. But the Lord says, I want you to forsake your sin. I want, in other words, I want you to forgive and I want you to let it go. And sometimes forgiveness means you've got to repent for something. Yes. You know, you've been holding a grudge against somebody. Well, you need to call them and say, you know, I'm sorry. Your prayers will not be answered. If They'll be hindered. Un- if you've got unforgiveness in your heart. That's exactly right. And I'll, I'll never forget. What's your name that had cancer from, um, the Osteen's church. Yes. Dodie Osteen. When she was diagnosed with cancer, she went before the Lord and she said, Lord, if there's anything that's, that's opened a doorway in my life for the sickness to come into my life, I want you to show them. And the Lord said, you're, you've got some unforgiveness. And he, he began to tell her the people that she had unforgiveness towards. Wow. And she began to write letters and ask forgiveness and mail those letters to those people. And within weeks, literally weeks, her cancer diagnosis turned around. Wow. And God began to heal Dodie. So we need to ask the Lord because there, there are times that our prayers are being hindered yes. because we're hanging on to something yes. that the Lord wants us to let go of. Yes. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's not that everything that every time you feel like you hit a wall in prayer that, that, that you've that you've done something wrong. Right, right. But we should always examine our hearts. Exactly. And uh, God will, sh- listen, if you ask God and there's a problem, God will show you. That's right. If you ask God and there's a problem, God will show you. Every time. He'll shine the light every time. And yeah, he'll say, he Callie, this is wrong. This attitude's wrong. The way you think about that person's wrong. Yeah, you know, I want you, to, I want you to ask my forgiveness. I want you to ask me to show you how I see that person or how I would respond in that situation. So good. And it, when you do, that's that's what prayer is. Prayer is humility. Yeah, it is. If we think we know it all, we don't pray. No. 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 We don't pray. Prayer is humility. Yeah. Prayer is surrender. Prayer is saying, God, I put you first. Right. I need you in every area of my life. Right. I, I, I know this is what I think I should do, but I need your help. Show me your way. If there be any wicked way in me, show me, Lord. Give me wisdom on my job. So good. Yes, show me Jesus. how to love my husband. Yes. Show me how to forgive my kids. Yes. Show me how to love my kids when they don't do what I think they should do. Right. Show me how to love my neighbor when they tear up my yard with their car. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, so that good. may sound yeah. funny and trite, but, but it's literally God wants to get involved in area, every area of our life. Yeah. And we tend to want to compartmentalize God. Like, okay, you can get involved in this, but you can't have but this. this little area right here. I'm just going to hold on to that myself. No, that's not a hundred percent surrender. No, We can't pray for the nations and not allow God to, 
to make changes in our lives. That's exactly. We right. can't stand in the gap for our children and hate our neighbor. That's right. We got to forgive our neighbor. That's right. And I'm not saying forgiveness is always easy. Sometimes there's been times I had to forgive people over and over again until here's when you can tell you've truly forgiven somebody. When someone says their name yeah. and you don't feel any kind of animosity. Animosity. Yeah. You don't feel any kind of animosity. And that may take all day. That may take saying it a, yeah. a few times, right. you know? Right. And that does and God hears it every time and he forgives you. But sometimes we have we're human. That's exactly right. But for the forgiveness piece is important because we don't want our prayers hindered. No. We don't want our we want our prayers for God to hear our prayers and for that to come up to God before him like a memorial. That's exactly and then right. him to say, Oh my my daughter Callie needs something. That's right. Let me go and let me send the angels to help her with that. Because God wants to help you. Let me just tell you this. Your father wants to help you. Yes, he does. Yes, Your father wants you to win in life. Yes, Your father wants your kids to be free and to be set free. He wants harmony in your life. Your father gave his son so you and I could be free. He's serious about our joy and fulfillment and happiness and our ability to walk out the destiny that god has in our life right right but he has there's a way to do it and righteousness and holiness and repentance is the pathway when uh pastor callie and i and my honey and her ex-husband left uh, a particular denomination we were a part of for almost 13 years there was a lot of church hurt and wounds from that situation. And I remember going to the Lord in prayer and feeling so um, disillusioned by a lot of things that had happened and things that were being said that weren't true and just a lot of stuff. And, and I, the Lord just kept saying to me, you got to forgive them. And uh, I'm just struggling with it. I'm struggling with it in prayer. But out of just sheer obedience to the Lord and his word, I began to pray for them. Yeah. Prayed blessing over them. Yeah. I prayed blessing over their church. I prayed blessing over their children, over their grandchildren. And I can remember when I first started doing it, I didn't feel a lot of emotion to attach to those prayers. It was just sheer obedience because I was still very hurt and very wounded. But I'm not going to say this ended in six weeks. I wish I could say that. It took years, years of praying for them. I don't even remember now how far into it it was, but it was a long time. And one morning in my prayer, I'm, I'm naming them, I'm going down their names. And I went from praying out of obedience to a heart full of love and compassion. Yeah. And tears began to stream down my face. And I knew that God had healed my heart. Yeah. And I knew that I truly was praying for them that morning because I had, I loved them, had compassion for them and had truly forgiven them. And that took time. Sometimes it, 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 it may take a week, two, two days, yeah. one day, yeah. or may it take, may, maybe take years. It depends on yeah. how deep the hurt, yeah. how deep the wound is. But we still must obey the word of God and do what God tells us to do. That's it. And repent and love. 
repent and, and forgive and forgive lord i, I want to stop right here yeah. lord i I ask you to show any of these ladies. Yes. And show Pastor Cindy and I. Yes. Anyone we need to forgive today. Yes. Show us someone we need to forgive today. Show us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Yes. Speak to us, Lord. Yes. Speak to us, Lord. Holy Spirit, thank you. I'll just, I don't mind being transparent. My, uh, my oldest daughter went through a divorce and there was a the girl that uh, her ex-husband's actually married to now was the one that busted up their marriage. She, you know, and I'm not saying he doesn't have a part to play too. Right. Uh, they both did. But right. Atlanta had her part to play in the demise. It was, you know. It's a mess. It was a mess. But Atlanta didn't cheat. And this woman basically started having an affair with my daughter's husband and she stole him away. She stole him away. Yeah. And it's been an ordeal. And we've, uh, I can truly say that I have uh, forgiven. Uh, but with her, it's forgiven Lana's ex-husband. I can truly say that. Uh, and I've forgiven her, but then there's times things will come up. Yeah. And I'll, and I've had to deal with it even this week. Even this week. Yeah. And I have to really forgive again. That's it. That's it. And I realize wow. I'm having thoughts and things are coming out of my mouth that yeah. don't sound good. Right. right. And I have to re forgive. But see, the enemy's looking for a crack in the door. That's all he wants. All he wants is a little crack so he can come in. And and put a stronghold in your life. Right. So, Lord, tonight, thank you, Jesus. I forgive this woman. Yes. I make the choice tonight to forgive her. Yes. For all the things that she's done to hurt my daughter. Yes. To hurt my grandbabies. To bring havoc in our lives. I forgot. I choose to forgive her. Tonight. Yes. Yes. And I ask you, God, to save her. Thank you, Jesus. I ask you, God, that she'll repent, that she'll get her life right, she'll dedicate her heart. I ask you, Lord, that Atlanta's husband will as well. And yes. we submit that to yes, you, Yes, Jesus. We submit that to you, and I choose to forgive today. Thank you. I choose to bless. Thank you, Lord. Forgive yes. me, Lord, for the thoughts that I've had. Forgive me, Lord, for the things that slipped out of my mouth that weren't pleasing to you. Yes, Jesus. You see, we all we all fight battles. Yeah, we do. Don't think because Pastor Callie's a pastor. Yeah. Or Pastor C's a pastor that we don't have times that we have our time to do. <laughs> don't think we don't face things. No. no. Sometimes you go to church and you look at your pastor and you think, their life's not like mine. Oh, no. We live in the same yeah, world. Yeah, we do. Have we the fight same the issues. same battles. Yeah, we do. Yes. And we have to make the same choices. We yes. have to either choose to forgive or not. To love right. or fight or hate. Yeah. To obey or disobey. That's right. We live in this fallen world. It's our choice. So, Lord, we choose you. Yes, we do, Jesus. We choose repentance. Thank you. We choose to love those who've hurt us. We ask you, God, to forgive us. Yes. We ask you, Lord, to forgive them. We ask you, Lord, to work in their lives. We yes. ask you, Lord, to turn it around. Yes, Jesus. Thank you. I'm telling you, 
when you feel that yes. your prayers are not hitting any higher than the ceiling, yeah. ask the Lord. Yeah. Is there anybody that I need to forgive? That's it. Is there anybody that I need to lay the hatchet down with? Right. Begin to pray for. The Bible says pray for your enemies. Pray for those who hurt you. Pray. And let God deal with them. Let God bring them into a place of repentance. Any more on this? There's one more here. And it's the last one. It's not an A, but it's, it's rebel against the status quo. And it's, and lead me not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. 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 So there's times that you and I are to pray against evil. And, and forgiveness is one of them. You know, just yeah. anything that's coming into our life is trying to derail us. We ask God to show it, reveal it by spirit. When Pastor Callie was talking about what she was dealing with with the kids, um, God, over and over again, we're having to repent. <laughs> and I've asked the Lord many times in my walk with the Lord. When my mother started drinking again, she'd been sober for 20 years and we found out she had started drinking again. And I remember losing my mind, yep. just screaming at her, saying really hurtful things and, and just so angry. And, and I remember asking the Lord, where did that come from? I thought I was over it. I'd given my mom to God. I'd forgiven her for all the years of drinking. And, and then boom, that comes out. And I'm like, what in the world? And so I asked the Lord to reveal to me where that came from. So when you start praying prayers like that, the Lord will start showing you. He will. And he began to show me in a dream one night that my mother had stepped on a dollhouse of mine when I was really young and broke it to pieces. The only gift I had gotten for Christmas that year from a neighbor. And it broke my heart, but broke my heart in a way that I was angry at her. Yeah. Because you knew she was drinking. And, and this rage started in my heart as a little girl towards my mom for that. And I, as an adult, I'm repenting and asking God to forgive me and forgiving my mother for breaking my dollhouse when I was a little girl. And it, it was at that point, God began to heal the wounded places yeah. in my heart yeah. toward my mom. Yeah. So we're all on a journey. Every one of us are on a journey. And that's why you can't compare yourself among yourselves. You got to you know, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling and ask God to show you if there's areas that you uh, still need to forgive and let go of. And the Holy Ghost will do that. He'll show you. He will. He will show you. I want to encourage you this week in your prayer time, make this a week where you ask God to show you anyone you need to forgive. Yes. Maybe you need to forgive yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you need to forgive yourself for some of your own mistakes that you've made that you've literally beat yourself up for. It's so true. And God says it's time to no more see yourself through that lens. Maybe you need to forgive a family member. And let me say this, forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean restoration in a relationship. No, no. If someone abused you and physically hurt you, you can forgive them and not have a relationship with them because it's not good for you. No, you, you can still draw boundaries, yes. new boundaries in your life and forgive people at the same time. So, Forgiveness is always the answer, right? But doesn't necessarily mean relationships restored. Right. Now, if if it has there's no abuse involved, and it was just some argument or some tiff or some 
problem, you should always try to reconcile. That's good. You should always That's try so to good. put those back together. But forgiveness is a must. Right. It's a must. Right. Even in the worst circumstances. So, Lord, I just thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That as we pray every day, as we seek your face every day, God, that we not only come to you in worship, we come to you in praise and we yes. come to you in honor. Yes. yes. And we not only ask your will be done, that we that we want your will above yes. every other will in our lives. Yes. But God, that we're also women that are quick to ask for forgiveness right. and right. give forgiveness. forgiveness. Yes, Jesus. To extend forgiveness. Yes. Because Lord, when we extend forgiveness, that is when we are the most yes. like God. Yes. Amen. One day I was mad at somebody. Yes. It's actually one of my kids. And I said something to them that wasn't nice. And the, and the Lord spoke to me and said, when you accuse your child, and even when you say the truth, when you accuse them, you're the most like the devil. It's scary. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I began to repent. Yeah. And he said, when you, when you love and forgive, you're the, you're the most, like most like me. That's it. I don't want to be like the devil. No, me either. I don't want to be like the devil. I don't want to no. bring judgment on people or tell them the what for. I don't want to be that person. I want to be the one that extends forgiveness. Mercy. Extends love. love. Yes. It doesn't mean you don't correct right. or you don't be truthful about something, but it's the motive of the heart. It's the motive of the heart. And so when we forgive, when we show love, we're the most like God. That's it. But when we hold a grudge or we accuse the brethren or accuse someone, we're the most like the enemy. And so, Lord, we don't want that. No, we don't. So we ask no, you to soften our hearts. Yes. We ask you to do yes. a work in our lives that is beyond anything we can even imagine. We trust you in the name of Jesus. Now, we've got... Next week, we'll be here next Tuesday. We're going to talk about some different types of prayers. I'm going to talk about Thanksgiving prayers. We're going to go through probably about four or five different types of prayers and, supplication. and, and how yes. it all works. Right. So um, you'll get the recorded. You can go back and make notes. And we'll, we'll also give you some, I'll model some prayers for you next week that you can actually use on a daily basis. We love you so much. I cannot tell you what you mean to us. Um, our very last one, we'll do two more on prayer. We're, well, we have two more. We'll do one more on prayer. And then the last one we're going to do is we're going to talk about kids. Yeah. And we're going to talk about raising godly kids. We're going to talk about raising kids and grandkids that follow after the God-given passion in their heart right. and how to uh, raise kids and nurture them where they'll serve God and yet fulfill their destiny and there's there's it's a balancing act yes it is and so we're going to do that on the very last one and i hope you really really enjoy it we love you so much be blessed and we'll see you next tuesday god bless